0: I wonder where a guy an everyday Joe like myself can find a little action. Do I make you horny? Me love you long
1: time, but me so horny. What is your major malfunction, nut? Give me some sugar, baby.
0: Hey guys, this is Eddie McClintock, and no, I'm not David Boreanis, and you are listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Don't worry if you don't make it out loud.
2: Welcome back to the Metal End of God podcast. I am your host Wayne, and with me, as always, is the ever
0: something. Don't don't, don't say lovely. lovely I, I was about but, you to, know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree. I am pretty fucking lovely. I am the rum guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and today we have an incredible guest with us. We have—he's an actor. He's a—he's a fucking musician. He is everything, uh, Mister Aaron Thompson. He, uh, empty streets, Mister Small Hands. Everything, whatever yeah. you want to
1: call you, buddy. What's happening? <laughs> hello, hello. I—I'll uh, answer to to any of the above.
2: All right, I was so about, I'm, I'm pretty easy. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you got a lot of names. Like, I, I, yeah. Yourself, and, and and you know, it's great. It's great. Like I have I have two. Like they call me Wayne or Buddy. Or well, asshole is another one. But I mean, I'll answer to any of those. It's all right. Yeah, uh, fair.
1: I, I, I will also answer to asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well man, dude, thank you.
2: Like we said earlier, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad we finally were able to get this uh worked out to get you on. Um super excited about having you on here, man. Uh you for people who don't know, you are actually You know, you've been putting out music for what a couple years now, right? It's been, um...
1: ah, fuck, man. I mean, I've been putting out music. Well, I mean, since I was like (laughs) seventeen, as Uh, as of empty streets, you know, for (laughs) empty streets. Recent recently, uh, I kind of reignited a solo project. I hate that term, but fuck it, that's just what it is. Uh, Kind of during the the coronavirus shit uh I, i've always been recording uh, and releasing songs uh, right. alone under mg streets i actually started that about 10 years ago but oh, wow uh it, it never was really like a, a quote serious project it was kind of like a side side project to the other bands i was in and stuff at mm-hmm. the time and this is way before my career in adult film as well uh and then during coronavirus and, and everything when kind of things shut down i had a lot of time and i have a studio home and i was like man let's let's kick this back up and let's let's actually you know, give it a little more attention and, and treat it more like a real thing.
0: Well what was the what was the musical catalyst for yourself? I mean, yeah. Were were you from a musical family? Was it uh,
1: something like that? No, or was it I, I my dad's a preacher, so I'm from a, a freaking six nights a week <laughs> in church family. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um and I grew up in San Diego. Uh and basically my first uh sort of like uh, introduction to to music and, and you know the scene, if you will, was uh, Christian punk like MXPX and stuff like that. Oh no uh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah. So my first show ever was actually in 1997. I'm dating myself a little bit, and it was <laughs> MXPX on their first tour ever, and be, because it was their first tour, they played at a lot of churches. Wow. So I like watched. I like drove you know an hour to some church and yeah. watched them play in, the, in like the rec room, and uh, and that really changed my life. I was just like, holy shit, there's like. Look at this the way these guys look look at the way like this music sounds look at these kids going You know, I, I was so young. I, I was probably like nine years old or ten years old or something something I, I just didn't have a clue and, and I was like I want to be here, man This is where I want to be dude. And that was it and from then on I was just I was just a little punk rock kid Yeah, man,
2: like I I remember. Um, I don't remember what year this was, but uh, I I went to uh, a church to go see uh, Norma Jean play. Yeah. Oh, dude, those guys <laughs> credit oh, dude dude man. they played three shows that night because there were so many people trying to get yeah. in this little bitty old like uh, rinky dink little church that was having yeah. them play it was yeah. unbelievable i got to see them for their second show that night and it was dude they were jumping off of like the stairs
1: and i was yeah. like this yeah. is
2: crazy uh,
1: it's, it's crazy too because in that scene uh, you can see bands like like I grew up in San Diego. so My old terrible like the youth of today hardcore style oh, band yes. would open up would open up for POD when I was fifteen at a church. No and shit. We just knew yeah, and we just knew them as POD like the cool the coolest of like the Christian bands in the scene because <laughs> right. they were they were you know like legends in in San Diego already. And this is years before they were anything on the worldwide stage. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, just, or like, hell, Tim from Azalei Dying used to manage my old pop punk band. Like we, we came up with them too. And so I got to see Azalei Dying play at youth groups and, and, and little rec centers and, you know, and basically anyone from San Diego who kind of came through that church scene in the late nineties, early two thousands, that, that was my scene.
0: That's now those so those crazy. bands that you saw coming through the scene, uh, especially uh, when you went to that first concert and you saw th- you saw that band, did yeah. It you you mentioned how they looked. I mean, was it was it a? Sh- I mean, well, I grew up around a lot of different churches and things like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, was was it? I mean, was it a, a little bit of a shock? You're like, wow, they're in church.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, speak <laughs> to me,
0: and, and let me put some yeah. context. It to was that. for me too uh, <laughs> when, when I
1: when I grew up. Uh, First was was really young. Uh, I I grew up right on the Tijuana border. Like mm-hmm. I could see the flag flying from my bedroom in San Diego. You know, and and we were uh, you know in the ghetto, if you will, in the eighties. Uh, and the only thing that was played in my neighborhood was gangster rap or mariachi music. And the only thing my parents allowed me to listen to was like fifties music and gospel because there was no cursing and nothing. So. Right. I had a very weird musical start. I listened to like NWA and like Tupac from the kids in the neighborhood or mariachi music, or it was like old gospel music. And so by the time I hit, you know, we, we like we moved to a different part of town. And uh, for lack of a better word, it was more a, warm, a more white part of town. And, gotcha. you know, I saw kids walking around with Green Day shirts and Nirvana shirts. And I had literally never even heard any of these bands up to that point because that my neighborhood just didn't play that kind of wow. music and my parents didn't allow me to listen to the radio or watch mtv so when i first saw le- like the, the image of a, a punk band i was like oh my god what the <laughs> hell is this and i also thought this is the coolest shit i've ever seen where what, where have i been <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you would, know would it be safe to say oh, i'm sorry do no, you mean no go ahead brother no i was i was gonna say would it be safe to say that I'm probably way off on this. I don't know, but please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Would, yeah. would it be safe to say that you saw that scene, and it opens you up, and it kind of was a maybe a little bit of an internal rebellion against what you were living at the time, or was it? It was, was I completely off on that.
1: I, no, I mean obviously when you're when you're young and you you see cool rebellion i mean it's very attractive and uh I, hell yeah i was on board you know fuck my dad let, let's and then get some studs <laughs> in my jacket and put an earring through my, or a, a <laughs> through my ear you know well, you know the, the classic punk stuff um, yeah. but also what more important for me uh i i i, uh, I have tourettes um, i was born with it and, and when i was young I had a lot of tics and twitches and eccentricities and kids kind of thought I was weird and picked on me a lot. And the punk scene was the first time I ever saw other, quote, like weirdos that were cool. I got you. And, I got you. and, and for me, it was like, holy shit, this is a place where I don't have to hide my weirdness. I, I, if anything, let's ramp it up. You know, yeah. let's, let's really let's be ourselves like to the max. And not only is that OK, but like it's celebrated here, you know, and that was what was so attractive to me, as well as obviously the the sounds and the music. um yeah. just just the scene itself and the the, the acceptance uh, for being a weirdo I loved, yeah.
2: I kind of um, grew up in that yeah, that's that scene as well, but not the not the um uh, the the church scene, but more of the the youth of today kind of guys. I mean, that's what it, that's where I was at. Uh, nice, like nice. I was the New York hardcore kid, you know, like I grew up in, in, in New Orleans area, but my friend of mm. mine was from New York and he brought mm. me all this stuff. He's like, dude, you got to check this band out. You, you know, I was just getting into like, I think my first cassettes ever in my life where there was a, a, a compilation record called the Kings of Rap. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was like Run DMC The Fat Boys and like nice. I, I forget who else was on it. You know, like all the old school guys. Yeah.
1: And all then that first wave classic. Yeah. Stuff.
2: And then my next one was Ride the Lightning by by Metallica. And then I bought yeah. then I bought um Uh, minor threats, uh, out of step, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So, those were the three records I was listening to the most, besides the stuff that I was getting into with my parents, you know, like the Beatles Mm. and the Stones and the Sabbath and what you know, all that stuff. Yeah, because they they were the hippie guys. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then my friend just dropped this stuff on me. He's like, Look, you got to listen to this. And I was like, Holy shit, this is like a whole new world to me. So, like, I started honing myself into those guys and was just like, Wow. That punk scene just, you know, called to me.
0: Yeah, well, from, yeah. From that punk scene that you you were you embracing and everything to today, the the sounds you have that I've at least experienced so far, uh, it mm-hmm. uh, it is. I don't want to say it's a, a complete departure from that scene, but it's it's definitely a unique sound that it's dark. Uh, it's dark. Yeah. I mean, cool, it's got a, a, a dark feel to it. It's. Uh, it, it really reminds me uh, Well, not to classify you in anything like this to compare you to anything but i'm get i get things like uh oh god you know like uh old like that feel of like depeche mode but yes. very modern and things like that which is very very cool i really dig it thank With, you and uh I mean, are you um, like self-taught on the instruments i mean there is 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 that a thing for you? Mm-hmm. Did you
1: yeah yeah so basically um i mean like like most Good uh, musicians. I, I'd like to think uh, I've come a long way since I was fifteen. You know, <laughs> in the punk scene, <laughs> mm-hmm. both, both in my taste and just kind of the way I do things. Um, but I kind of always used punk as a, a foundation in the way I approach things, like the DIY ness of things. The it doesn't matter if I'm super perfectly amazing at <laughs> playing a keyboard. Fuck it. Like let's you know we can do this anyway. And you know, just sure. sort of the mentality I've kept with me has always kind of been punk. But Fast forward, uh, you know, as I got older, uh, you know, high school, uh, college, and and kind of age and and a was becoming a better musician you know i, I learned how to play more than just power chords i learned <laughs> right. actually how to, i i was a singer in a band and then you know once uh, i saw a video of myself and how bad it was i i went to a vocal coach for two years when i was like 19 and, and you know i worked two extra jobs to pay for it because i just t- wanted to take it seriously uh and, and anyway so as, as i grew in age and just everything my my musical sort of palette expanded and one of the things that i discovered early on was a love for you know the the, the industrial the new wave the 80s goth stuff um i i, I had a sucker f- uh, I, I had a thing for goth girls so i used to date a lot of goth girls uh and, and, they, and, <laughs> and they would not only take me out to some of the the goth clubs uh, like Sabat in san diego was the legendary one mm-hmm. um I, the, the uh my girlfriends would, would you know be playing this this style of music all the time and even though i wasn't really in that scene i I was like really drawn to it and so i've been listening to bands like depeche mode vnv nation uh vnv nation is probably my favorite band of all of that kind of dark you know synth uh Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it um uh sisters of mercy all that kind of stuff i've been listening to since i was probably you know 19 or 20 and even though i never really sort of adopted that look per se like for myself like I, I never really dressed goth or anything i i've always had a love for that music and it's very easy to make synth records alone <laughs>
0: you don't really need a band to do it
1: so that also helps <laughs>
0: yeah. sisters of mercy was one of the 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 bands that influenced me in music quite a bit really yeah that's cool i, I love that band um, Dude, yeah I, and they all sounds... and
1: all those guys have low voices and as a singer for me i have a low voice so it i was i'm always drawn to to singers with low voices
0: and one of the songs that you have out that i really really dig and i i I, i've listened to quite a few but i I really like save me tell me about that
1: that uh was one of the first songs uh if not the first song written for that ep which is called demons and i released that last summer uh that i mean m- most of my songs if, if you haven't gleamed uh, <laughs> anything yet they, they're not happy they're not upbeat <laughs> no no <laughs> they're, they're not <laughs> I, I, they're they're not they're not about girls they're not fucking love songs um at least not you know the traditional sense uh I, most of my songs for me are very um it's like therapy it's i write them very personally they're they're actually not really for anyone it's just weird that i put them out for the world to hear uh they're me struggling with my own inner demons with my religious upbringing um you know conflicts with my, my father disowning me uh even conflicts with with my career in adult film uh you know that doesn't come without some some struggles and some sort of internal uh problems and just also my my constant sort of disdain for the world around me yet yet i think it's so beautiful all at the same time so that's why i i i have these dark sad songs but they're kind of still melodic and and, and almost pop songs uh, just kind of in this really gloom and doom package
0: so <laughs> well, that's a that's an amazing way to put it though it's uh the uh the world around is kind of a uh a place that i i, I could see where you'd have a lot of a lot of I don't know, disdain yeah. for, it. it, for it, you know, and and just you know, it's such a.
1: As as again, I hate to sound like an old fucking man, but as I get a little <laughs> older and I've 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 lived so much, you know, from my time touring in bands before I was ever even in porn to to you know the last seven years I've been filming adult films for you know
0: almost every single day <laughs> well you've, and, you've um, lived like two lifetimes yeah, i mean oh, tr- man. truly, and, when it comes to experience i mean yeah you, the, what you grew up with to where you are now yeah I mean, and, and also people
1: yeah and also coming just uh, uh from you know pretty humble beginnings you know we i wouldn't say we were, were poor but pretty close to it and and, and now you know i, I do okay <laughs> and it's one of those things where, where i i see so much beauty and like just grotesqueness at the same time and and it it it's almost addicting cuz you can't turn away like a car wreck you know like this life is so disgusting and so gross and so fucked up in every possible way but at the same time there's so much beauty
0: around yeah there's there's beauty in the state of decay yeah
1: yeah
0: <clears throat> i'm sorry i was caught, something caught in my goddamn
2: throat yeah you know
1: just some light <laughs> light conversation you yeah, yeah. Well, you, you,
0: you, uh, jump in with your with your choker you dying Are you okay I, i'm good i'm good i'm sorry i'll take a swig of- yeah, somebody get this man a dark and
2: stormy. Oh uh, yeah, I need one of those. I need one of those, man. I, I I really I just to get into that. I really dig your song "Demons." By the way, thank I was you, I listened you. to it uh, a few times this past week, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I, but you did I did see that you did a um, uh, what is it a um, a collaboration with Ben Wyman. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's fucking incredible. Like Dillinger's one of my all-time favorite bands and and legends. Yeah, legends. Dude. Like and you can not you know that guy is a, just a musical mastermind. Like that dude is incredible. Yeah. There,
1: there's 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 only one Ben Wyman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. He's but How dude, that, that was about? really cool. I
1: mean... All right. So basically, uh, my wife, uh, Joanna Angel, uh, who's also a, a legend in adult film, uh, among a billion other things, uh, she is a New Jersey hardcore girl. That's her scene. Nice. So yeah. he, she came up uh, in, you know, we're about the same age as Ben, and she came up in that scene with him. So she's kind of known him loosely for, for forever. And they've, you know, kept in touch celebrity style over the years. And uh, at some point, she asked was asking him a couple questions um about you know empty streets like like just business type stuff like oh yeah. what you know what do you what do you think about this or that and and he he started listening to my music and and he actually uh wanted to kind of help loosely manage me you know just as a buddy uh because he he thought the record was good and you know he was kind of a fan that's cool. so it's pretty cool ben wyman was a fan of empty streets yeah and that's no how shit we started working together uh and and anyway um at some point uh he was scoring a movie and he's like hey man i have this really weird idea you know if you tell me to fuck off that's fine but i I need you to like like listen to the song and write vocals for it but it's a score it's a soundtrack so like it can't be like regular like you can't have like words really or like a chorus (laughs) right you know i was like what the fuck uh okay but but it was a really good challenge um so i ended up singing like Seven part harmonies that were just oohs and ahs, and then putting them through vocoders and just really weird, just strange, um, ethereal like vocal sounds and harmonies to to his chaotic like just dillinger meets like uh, a western you know like soundtrack score and, and it, it came out pretty awesome and then we released it um and all the proceeds uh go to the party smash or animal sanctuary for oh Jerry. that's cool that's oh, very very, cool.
0: very very cool yeah, yeah I, did. Yeah. I mean, it's got such an interesting sound to it it I does listened to it and i was like you, i didn't even know it was part of a movie thing or a movie does it school, make more like, sense now that you know that because yes it, it is a, it's, yes it's a yeah i sat here and went it sounds like this should be in a movie. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I did so cool, and I dig the name Fracas. I mean, that's just very cool. Like it's like uh, it's like a like a like a quarrel or something, isn't it? Like you're yeah, yeah, practice. that's
1: exactly what it mm-hmm. is. Um, and, and the quarrel was me and ben fighting because i i I was like this is stupid (laughs) i don't want to do it and he's like fucking come on man like just get on board with this just (laughs) shut up
2: and do it dude god damn yeah well
1: at at some point i was like you know what ben ben Wyman is asking me to collaborate what what the hell am i doing like let's let's just yeah the
2: first thing i would have said was yes and then say what are we doing (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, to, be, to be fair i said yes without hesitation but i had a lot of questions
2: right right, right. man um i, I did a recently um, a friend of ours does a uh he does a noise project called shitload out here and it's, nice. it's just him and he just does a bunch of racket you know uh but he was like he's been trying to get uh guest vocals on all the show on all his stuff so he did one called uh I think it's called the songs with friends or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he asked me to do one. So I I understand you're, you're listening to something and you can't really put vocals to it, but you kind of got to sit there and go, all right. So he wants me to put something to this,
0: but it actually sounded good way.
2: And it it had had an
0: interesting quality to it because it, I mean, it, it, it sounds weird, but I mean, like, like, it it does that type of stuff also has a very kind of yeah ethereal movie quality to it yeah. so it's very interesting not yeah. to have a song without words but it has words yeah.
1: yeah yeah totally and and it
0: was at the end of the day i mean it was fun i
1: once i got <laughs> yeah, into the chat and 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 it was one of those things where like i could really just go that shit weird because this isn't like a radio single or, right you know, who cares you know get as weird as we want to be
2: yeah what i'll so, what i'll do is i'll send i'll send you what i i did and i'll, I'll let you let you be the judge of that
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> cool deal,
0: deal yeah deal. so tell us about this new album that you've, you've got coming Yeah. Up. yeah so uh
1: i'm i'm uh, not one to just sit around uh i'm a uh, Apparently, I like to stay busy. So uh, I've got another record about about to drop in June uh, called Age of Regret. Um, And this time around, I'm working with Jaime, who plays in a band called Pierce the Veil. You guys might know. Oh, yeah, sure do. Uh, he is again another san diego buddy you see I, I stay loyal to the scene uh i've i've known him for years uh and my my old pop punk band used to open up for pierce the veil when they were <laughs> called uh, they used to be called early times like my whiskey
2: band. my that wife the, my wife would fucking go insane if she knew anything about you and pierce the veil that's one of yeah, our yeah. Dude, that's so one of our all-time
1: the, favorite bands yeah they're they're Vic and all those guys i uh I've got some good stories. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've had many, many good times together. But uh, anyway, um, the the last record, uh, Fun Factoid, was mixed by Sean O'Donnell, who played bass for Yellow Card for nice. uh, a while. Uh, and while while I do uh, love it, I, I kind of wanted to to up the sort of uh, electronic, industrial production side of things. And the last record, I I kind of approached more like a rock record, just with synths instead of guitars, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, So... And, and Jaime is a really good uh, electronic music producer. Like that, pe- I don't know if people know that or not, but but he's fantastic. Um, and so he's kind of helping me a little bit on the production end. Uh, and we've in the era of COVID, we've been making this whole record remotely, uh, just dropboxing each other the files, getting on Zoom calls. You know, I guess it's the way of the world now. Um, Jeez, it is, dude. That's yeah, definitely the way the world that, is. Uh, but but yeah, so that's that's the next record, and we're uh, we got two songs left to go, and it's almost done. And the first single just dropped uh, a few weeks ago, um, and it's the same title called "Age of Regret," and the video premiered on Loudwire back uh, yeah a few weeks ago.
2: That's fucking great. Now is great, this?
0: Dude. I'm sorry, Wayne. Oh, I was just telling you that was great. That's awesome. You know, it is. And and I was wondering is is the uh, what what's the difference with this album when it comes to message wise? I mean, are do you write songs more is it per song, or is there a, is there a theme to your is there a method to your madness? Is what I'm trying to get. Um, at. Yes and no. Uh,
1: there's never. Uh, I don't write. I do not write concept albums or shit like that. For okay. <laughs> it's that's not everything. I write is is literally like like a. I hate to use the word like like diary. Like I don't keep a fucking diary, but but you're you're reading it by re- listening to these lyrics more or less. Gotcha. So you're you're actually just watching. Um, a timeline of where I am in my life, really, if, if you kind of do it like that. Um, I just write songs. Uh, they, the l- melodies and lyrics usually come to me first. And when sh- shit pops into my head, it just does. And then I stop what I'm doing and I sing it into my phone or I write it down or whatever. And you know, so, so you're just basically seeing moments of, of the last year of my life. Uh, and unfortunately, I like to show you all the worst moments. <laughs> and the dark places. <laughs> uh, so um, there's not really a theme other than uh, this record. The sad songs are sadder. The angry songs are way fucking angrier. Uh, it's just it's more of everything. It's
0: amplified. Even it's
1: the last record, but amplified um, on
0: a higher level. Wow, wow. That, well, that's something to look forward to then. You said this is going to drop mm-hmm. sometime in June. Yep. Um, yeah, I got two songs left to finish up, and
1: then. I've actually got uh, a really cool uh, collaboration uh, oh, coming out this spring uh, with uh, an industrial pr- uh, producer. She goes by Ophelia,
0: nice.
1: uh, and she's done a lot of like DJing in, in the like LA Goth scene and stuff. And we're we're releasing some songs that are even more leaning towards that just industrial club sound with with dissonant vocals and, and just really really uh, even even uh, like less. Kind of like rock pop formatted, which is what Empty Streets basically is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool, very, very cool. And so I stay busy, man. I stay busy. Yeah, dude, you,
2: you, I don't know how the fuck you keep up with and, all and this I, shit.
1: And I film, and I film about twenty adult movies a month. <laughs> Get so, the fuck out of know. here! Yeah, yeah, I, I do not rest.
0: A month?
1: Yeah, yeah that's that's about the average. Sometimes more. Um, Holy so about 20, shit! About boy. twenty days. Resting a month, isn't not, the
0: problem; it's walking. <laughs>
1: Hey, you gotta you gotta um, condition yourself, you know, like an athlete for this marathon.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, do you see? Do you see? Is it uh, has have they have these two careers that you have? Have they in any way, in any essence, uh, creativity wise, uh, music? What have they ever crossed? Have these have these two sides of you ever crossed paths on one project? Oh yeah. I mean,
1: not. i i I, on purpose i very consciously try to keep empty streets separate from the world of adult because uh a i I want it to be its own thing to have its own space and also i've found that um i I don't want to cheapen it by it becoming like porno music for lack of a better word you know what i mean like like i get you like like um but that being said i am I, my musical sort of skills and and my my history of touring and everything has served me very well in adult because anytime they have a role that the guy needs to know how to sing or play guitar or is a dude in a band, he gets that <laughs> role, man. It's all me, baby. <laughs> and so I I I cannot tell you how many times on the call sheet it says, "Can you bring your guitar and your amp to set?" Like there's this one part where you're sitting in your room playing. You know, <laughs> that's fucking like, great. Yep. So so I've done probably I don't know twenty thirty movies where i'm playing guitar keyboards or singing something stupid or yeah
2: that's fucking great all right all right so i gotta ask the question man how the fuck did you end up getting into that industry
1: my wife really Um, okay all right yeah so joanna angel who uh we've been together god almost 10 years time flies uh and we've been married for four um we when I met her, I was playing in a pop punk band called Phoenix TX. Maybe nice. you've heard of them. They were they were kind of big in the MCA Drive Through Records days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, and I was bartending in San Diego, and I owned a merch company, and we made merchandise for face to face and dashboard confessional. <laughs> no shit. shit. And, That's yeah, so I, cool. So I've lived about six lives. So yeah. Really, crazy, man. God damn. <laughs> um, so so anyway, um, and we. We uh, uh, did merchandise for my wife's company, and it was called Burning Angel. It's like the first like tattoo porn company like ever, basically, um, like Suicide Girls, but with hardcore. Um,
2: I kind of kind of remember that name.
1: Yeah, it's it's still it's still around. Um, uh, but yeah. And so anyway, we were making T-shirts and stuff that said like blowjob and like anal and like you know just hilarious.
0: Yeah. Merch for her, sure.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I got set up on a blind date with, uh, her and. The rest is kind of history. Uh, and then, um, after a couple of years of, of dating back and forth between San Diego and LA, uh, I moved in with her in uh, Los Angeles. And the bands I was playing in kind of fizzled out, and I kind of was in like an interim period. And that's when she was like, "Why don't you join the family business? <laughs> Jump in front of the camera, buddy. and Take your pants off." And uh, and that that's when I started doing porn. Was basically my wife made me.
0: <laughs> was that's that funny. Was that a weird moment. That's for you? funny. You know, I mean. like yeah. Uh, i mean oh yeah it was, it? it was super weird <laughs> i was like because i i would think it'd be like all right well okay weird i feel well, weird you, now <laughs> basically what
1: what i did not want to do it when she asked if i wanted to i said no uh because i never had any aspirations of like being a porn star right or, you know just I, I just that in my mind like I do music. Joanna does porn. That's awesome. That's like a rock and roll marriage made in heaven. There it is. Uh, but but I never envisioned myself in front of the camera for porn, um, not because I don't you know didn't and don't love women and sex and threesomes and all the fun stuff. But I had been for the for two years of dating her. I would go hang out on set and just watch. Or hang out, you know. I'd help out. I would do paperwork. I'd, I'd make the girls tacos sometimes for lunch and shit. Uh, and, and, and what what I got to do was witness the the life of a male performer and watch. Yeah. Them. And I would watch them at their best. I would watch them at their worst. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, is it a tough job to do, man? It is. It is a very very like insanely difficult job on so many levels to do good and do consistently and so i was like no I don't, I don't need that pressure i'm okay and uh and then my wife said well you know since this is the family business and i i own the movie studio if you can do this um it's free it's free labor i'm getting because i'm not going to pay your ass to, to have sex with girls you're going to do it because you love me and uh and you're going to help save me money so it was a, a flat out like a business decision my wife had me learn how to do porn so i could do it for free for her company and so <laughs> <laughs> she's she, like that. Is a savvy businesswoman, right? She, yeah, she's a she is a savage businesswoman. Let me tell you,
2: <laughs> she's like bitch. Get out there and do
1: this now. Yeah, yeah. And, I need to save so, money. And so that's really how it all started. And that was yeah. I started performing like six or seven years ago now. Yeah. You know, wow. We've, we've man. talked
0: to a few people in the industry before, yeah. and and I do have to say, and they all say the same thing. You have it is yeah, it is more taxing. complicated than people give it credit for.
1: It's insanely more complicated than than people really understand. But that's kind of the point. Like, I never mind, you know, telling people kind of the reality of it. But but you know, like, I like leaving a, a bit of fantasy. They they I think fans and viewers should think that it's kind of effortless and, and like a mystery of how it gets right. done and, and magical. Sure. But at the same time, I'll explain to you some schematics.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're just not going to get up and go, hey, I'm going to do this today. You know, it's not going to happen. Yeah.
1: No, no, definitely not. Um, And and a lot of guys think just because, oh, my God, I'm really good in bed at home with my girl (laughs) with the lights off on a comfortable bed. (laughs) You know, like, okay, okay, guy, cool. But that doesn't mean you can walk into a room with 15 people, climb up on a cement kitchen counter that is uncomfortable (laughs) as fuck in a a stupid ass outfit that you feel dumb in with 15 people in the room. And when that bell rings like an MMA fighter, ding, 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 it's your time. All eyes on you. You better go. (laughs) And then on the flip side of ding, 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 when it's time to wrap it up, you better wrap it up and not take all day. You know, there's a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there is, man. You can't, and probably there's some aspects of it. You just, you know, things that happen or that, that you just, you know, uh, I'm sure there's like in any movie and there's probably bloopers at times. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, good time. Oh, there's yeah. I I have a I have quite a good blooper reel. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's got to be a lot of pressure, man. I, I mean, it's it's just all the way around. I mean, it's, it it does. I mean, you got all these fucking people staring at you. Like you said, yeah. you're you're in a strange place. Well, you can be great at
0: talking, but to get up and give a speech to an auditorium right. full of people is very difficult. Well,
2: that's, what, that's yeah. what and that's what I said before to a lot of people too, because every time everybody wanted me to go and do, come on, man, come do karaoke. Look, I've been in a band for fucking 15 20 years. It's a big difference for me to get up there and sing karaoke whereas I'm up there with a the band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's totally, a different totally. feel. Yeah, but
0: but but your journey, your journey is really good dude. Uh,
2: I know, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: You're, You're welcome. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, see, that was a, that was a low key, he was fishing for that.
1: Was like, They're
2: going they're going to swoop in with the journey company. <laughs> Should we go. No, nah, I
0: <laughs> But well, you, this is great, man. I mean, what what's going on with the album when it drops in June? Is this year going to be different for you when it comes to to being out? I mean, yes, to, to playing out. I mean, yeah, are there I, gigs available? I mean, COVID, man. What am I? Thinking, <laughs> like? uh, my, when I dropped
1: uh, Demons last year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, my plan was to, to play shows immediately and and start touring as soon as I could. Because one nice thing about porn, um, uh, I'm, I'm contracted with browsers which is the biggest company in the world nice uh they have basically given me free reign to schedule wise to do anything i want so i can literally go tour for two months come home shoot a bunch of movies go on there I, I i can do anything i want so i'm ready to, to rock and i was and then COVID hit and, and then i had to change a lot of plans <laughs> um so I, I hope to be touring the second it's safe and it makes sense too. Yeah, well, it looks like
2: honestly, it looks like things are starting to open up. Out here in New Orleans area, we're starting to open up a little more. Uh, right. I I know for a fact that the the lunatics. I look, I love you guys, but y'all lunatics in Mississippi mm-hmm. and in Texas have both dropped their uh, their mask mandates and opened up everything. So okay, well, okay. we'll we will see where I
1: hope so <laughs> where I the mean, numbers go. And, and in a way, it's kind of cool, because at this point, then, I'll have two EPs out, and that's a lot more, uh, you know, material to play. Yeah, yeah, you'll going. have a
2: lot more stuff to tour on. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and I also, uh, I can't say who yet, but I've got some labels ah, me off. Nice. So I, okay, I, I have a strong, strong feeling that Age of Regret will be released on uh, a label, a very cool label that you've heard of, uh, that I'm in talks with right now. Hell yeah, I'm dude! Very cool. And if anyone yeah. else is listening from a different label, you better get at me quick because uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It ain't,
1: it ain't final yet, but uh, but it's getting closer. Nah, uh,
2: dude, that's cool. Get, get fucking this guy cool. on, uh,
0: on contract right now because his stuff is awesome. Yeah, it's gonna.
2: I, I have a feeling, man, that towards the uh, the end of next year, you're gonna mm. see a huge turnaround, buddy, because you I, know. I, I, yeah. with all the all the shit reopening and stuff like that you'll be able to do your tour and you'll be able to get in front of people and yeah oh yeah you know that's a big thing you got to get in front but of those the, people
0: what's the dream gig for you uh I kind of have it don't I well I mean I mean like for, <laughs> perfor, well yeah you do but I mean uh performing like performing like in an in a, in a area like you, you've got your song like your dream concert that dream concert where What'd would it do? be what, what would you do um God. Man,
1: if we're talking venues, uh, let's let's say venue and board. lineup. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, if I'm going small, uh, there's a place in San Diego called the Casbah, which is kind of like the CBGBs of San yeah. Diego. Nice, legendary, uh, legendary club. Uh, my all my old bands used to play there. I've sold it out many times. I, I, it's just, it's one of my favorite venues in the world. I would probably play the Casbah. Uh, if we, if this is like some Dead or Alive shit, fuck, I'd open up for like Depeche Mode, GNV Nation, and Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> fuck, maybe, yeah. Nick, maybe Nick Cave if he wants to jump on the bill. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, be cool. or, or if we're going more current, um, like and fuck, I, again, I, I keep it loyal to San Diego. Uh, I'd probably do a show with my buddies, uh, Rafa and Dave, and Prayers, because uh, I, I, those guys are from the San Diego punk scene, too, and we all came up together.
0: Nice. I'll oh, cool. have right, to right. check them out.
1: Yeah, uh, they they're, they do a really cool. Um, they call it Cholo Goth. Uh, Rafa's a an ex gang member, uh, and they're both uh, Mexican. And they do like industrial, like uh, synth based, like brutal, like stripped down, in like dark goth wave, but with like him like doing like this really creepy yelp. It, it's you got That's just, cool. Uh, that's, uh, and that's it, it's bad. It's, it's super badass, super dark, super moody, and like v- it feels very of the now, but with nods to like. A lot of the 80s goth
2: stuff nice. one of one of my old uh drummers uh, i love him to death his name's dave uh we always talked about he wanted to do a a metal mariachi band <laughs> he's like dude let's do a mariachi band and do it metal i was like all right i'm in dude let's, we just got to figure out how to do it he's just like yeah i,
0: I want to see the outfits for that because you gotta right? have sweet outfits right well they've yeah. got to be leathers some sombreros with studs yeah, oh, like, like get like Rob
1: Halford to be stylist. Yes, yes. Be very obvious, man. <laughs> but we have to. Have,
2: <laughs> you have to have like all the little tassels, the tails that hang down off dude. of it and shit, dude. Can I? Can I join? You Fuck yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, good. With, with so you,
1: good.
0: You've got some. Uh, you've you've got your stuff going on. You've got your, but within your in your movie aspect in your in your filming career, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever thought sitting around going, you know what? What about, I think you, I mean, you've got the look, uh, you've got the voice, you could jump into any genre film you really wanted to, has come up?
1: Yeah, I mean, I already have done some stuff, uh, I, uh, Bella Thorne directed me in a movie two years ago, Okay. Uh, I, I've oh, done cool. little, I've done little guest stints on some, uh, like, you know, TV shows and stuff, um, I, I would love, love to do, to do more, um, one thing that's kind of unfortunate is the adult industry still gets some stigma from like Hollywood and, and you know that
0: that's side ridiculous. of
1: things. Sure. Uh, it's not it's not nearly as bad as what I've heard it used to be, but um, I think I think a lot of people in in mainstream entertainment don't realize how fucking talented a lot of people in adult are because you have to be kind of a unicorn to be a star and adult because it's, it's so weird. And it takes so many interesting skills that I I know a lot of not just musicians, either. I know people who have like doctorate degrees who are porn stars. I know ex Marines who are porn stars. Like there's some really, very clever, brilliant people in adult, um, and and again, there's some killer actors and actresses. Like, uh, I just think it gets a little overlooked sometimes.
2: Yeah, that's the sad thing about that, man. Is like, you know, it's it's like one of those industries that that are, are looked down upon. You know,
1: and, and, and I don't even I don't even think it's that it's that it's looked down upon in this sense. It's just that that they don't take us as serious as entertainers. Gotcha. And it's like, and it's funny because actually. I, it's i you know i okay fucking you know how mr hollywood actor let, i could read a 40 page script and i can learn it in one day just like you and i can do a pretty good job of it but guess what when i pull down my pants my dick is hard and then i can fuck for an hour on camera can you do that <laughs> no you know like so so that's why i i kind of laugh what at the whole thing like if if yeah, I don't care, you know, like, like I know my, my talents, I know my worth and I know how talented a lot of my coworkers and adult are. If, if the rest of the entertainment wants to kind of uh, not notice that, then, you know, again, keep it punk, keep it DIY. I do what I'm doing now. You know, my empty street stuff is just me up to this point. I don't have a label. I don't have any, any people doing it. I, I created this myself because I always believe that if someone doesn't let you uh, into the party, fucking, slip in through the window you know find a Hell way oh yeah
2: in. do it do it your own way man fuck yeah it.
1: And, and, and so and that also makes you feel uh cooler when, when you get results you know like like i i have complete control over everything that i do musically and on the other side and and fuck that isn't that what every artist wants complete fucking control exactly <laughs> Absolutely.
0: and then there, there's that the Problem, too, when you when you want to be signed by that big artist or that big label Mm -hmm. uh, at times you do lose a little bit of that control. Well, and this this is
1: this is I'm going to I'm going to share a life hack for whoever wants to listen. If you can be financially like, okay, whatever that is for your lifestyle for you. Right. It's a lot easier to do whatever the fuck you want. And people can't tell you shit. (laughs) So i have found that because porn has allowed me financial freedom i don't need to entertain anything from a label or from just anyone that regarding my music or or, you know life for that matter yeah no one can tell me shit i don't know how else to say it (laughs) well it's like um and and i I don't mean that in a a braggy like egotistical way i just mean like i want to share that like look i figured out a way like okay like I do this, I have this adult career and, it, and it, it has so many good things. And one of them is it makes pretty good money. So when a label comes around, I don't need their money. Isn't um, something that's like tantalizing to me, you know,
0: you don't need to compromise.
1: I don't, yeah. I don't need to play the game as much because I'm fine either way. You know, <laughs> right. You just, you know, and, and, you're
2: just talking about distribution and stuff like that, get it further out. Cause they have, you know, right. they have, they have Yeah, reach.
1: And, and, and again, like, in that way I, I work with people, because I want to work with them. Because I want. Because right, you have. You to. know, not not because I'm beholden to them, for for a dollar or amount or what the fuck ever. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean that's kind of It's kind of like the um, the the uh, hip hop artist that's blowing up out there, Tom McDonald. He doesn't. He, he does all that shit by himself. Yeah. It's all him. He, him and his girlfriend. They don't. No one else does it. And he's been number one in the fucking charts for like the last month. So, dude, kill it just do it yourself yeah. <laughs> blow it up man and, and like i said if 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 the right label knocks on the door and says hey we'll give you a huge distro yeah. you know we'll put you everywhere okay fuck it and i'll you, do it and you keep yeah, you, yeah. you keep all
1: control that's yeah. that's the way to go for sure. yeah yeah the the the, la- the label i've been talking to you right now is is very very cool and very iconic and uh you know they they get it. they get what i'm doing so uh it's it's nice to be able to just sort of uh, uh, lay it all out there without without having
0: to worry about anything else you know right well, here's here's, the, here's my next question for you mm-hmm. if, if 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 your world changed again if the world changed again for you and they said you, you got you got the contract you got the sign they're like yes but we need you to do all this but it's going to take away from one side of it are, are you prepared to do one thing more than the other when it comes to like are you prepared to go all in on music
1: oh yeah i, I mean i i'm a lifer man i mean I, I you know i i i've been making music since i was 15 and playing shows since i was 17 and i uh I, you know at this point again i i've i don't make like quote money off <laughs> off music <I laughs> right. make money in other ways so so I, i'm just doing this because it's what i love to do and it's also it's the it's i'm i'm punk first before i'm a porn guy i'm a i'm a punk rock dude that's like my identity that's who i am and he, and if i'm making like synth wave music if i'm making hardcore music if i'm freaking in a, a i don't know a polka band like <laughs> ulti- ultimately like to, for me to be true to myself is i'm aaron the punk rock guy like that's my identity that's the scene i love and so i'm gonna always like stay to that and and if and if life opens up where music gets so busy where it's all i do hell yeah I'm, I'm all about it um but i'm always i'm just all about the adventure and the journey you know like like if that doesn't happen that's fine too because i'm still having a great time i'm still releasing stuff i'm very lucky and fortunate to have a huge fan base uh already that is very nice and likes what i do musically yeah, that's <laughs> you know great. i'm
0: glad they don't like just my wiener <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: Uh, well, you can, know, can, and can I can, I, I, really can I get on
0: the polka band thing? I think that's the way to go. I was going to agree think- with that. The, I, the, I, the could, I could, I could, I could never, I could never figure out that backbeat they always play. Like the rhythm is so strange. And then when you get into the colas, they're even faster. It's like yes. the speed metal of polkas. It's crazy. Yeah. And let's not uh. start on the fashion. <laughs> well, you can bring that to another level. I think. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll, we'll right. modern, we'll modern we'll, uh, Rob Halford, where are you? We need, yeah, we, need <laughs> we need your,
2: we need, your, we need your help over here, sir. Yeah, Good we, sir. Yeah, come we're come on. We're going
1: to put, we're going to put Rob on salary for all. For,
2: for every every design wow. is a rob halford original
1: i i would love it i'd be in on it (laughs) (laughs) god
2: fucking rob halford Uh, you know that is one man that that is incredible live i I don't know if you ever got a chance to see him play yes yes i got
1: to see him once uh at at a taping of uh the vh1 like rock honors show i was in i was in vegas and uh it was the year that um Queen played with fucking wow. who's the bad who's the bad company guy Paul, Paul Rogers? Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Was Paul Rogers? yeah he yeah. was fronting uh Foo Fighters were there and Judas Priest played and Rob came out on a motorcycle on yes. with all this fringe and oh it was it was great it was I I've gotten to, to see
2: Halford play twice I saw him once where he did his thing called Halfred, which would he would play like all of his stuff from Priest to Two to Fight, he did a bunch of stuff. Oh, cool. Very, very cool. He opened, uh, he opened, he actually opened the show for, um, it was Halfred, uh, Queen Strike, and and um, Iron Maiden. And that was,
1: that's a dope show. Yes, yeah, sir.
2: It was very good. It was in, a, it was like the mid or late 90s, I think it was. Um, and then I got to see him recently uh with last couple years uh as priest over in mississippi man that was so good he still got it man we after still all, got all these fucking years we,
1: got we we used to see him in uh because he lives in san diego or at least he, he did i don't know if he still does. and uh, i i lived uh in the same neighborhood as him for a while so we'd see him out at, at the at brunch sometimes on Saturdays. <laughs> that's Saturday. <laughs> that's,
2: dude, that's so weird he'd walk yeah, out and it's like rob, rob help and, 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 and what
1: What's cool is when he's out, like not being super Rob Alford, He he's, he dresses very very low key, like just right. a hoodie, sw- like a, you know, a hoodie and a, <laughs> a jeans, and, and and you almost would walk right by him and not even know it was him.
0: So I, I kind of suspected he'd be more of a chinos with the sweater tied around the neck guy. <laughs> nah,
1: he, he's pretty San Diego casual. Uh, at least yeah. but I I probably only saw him once for
0: <laughs> It'd
2: be funny if he's like it like a little setup, like a buffet, and says, "Hello, Mr. Halford, would you have?" I got the. I, do it, I want the pancakes
1: <laughs> dude if i was his waiter I'd be, I'd be like just order everything i'll pay for it i just want to hear you say, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> for real oh my you god you just look at the waiter and go something weird like oh, i'll have a mimosa
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I <want> a pan- <laughs> god damn it i can't do it i can't do it it's so funny holy shit but man oh, awesome, man. man so all right so tell all these people and this in the universe out here where they can find your music, where they can find you, and if they want to, you know,
1: check all out the all your URLs. Stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, my current uh, EP, Demons, is out now on all streaming platforms. So if you just type in "Empty Streets, Demons" into Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, title, whatever the hell you listen to music <laughs> on, uh, and uh, my music video for age of regret just dropped a couple weeks ago and that's on youtube on my official channel so if you just again type in empty streets uh, age of regret you'll find it uh and you can follow me on instagram and that is uh my porn name at the small hands underscore the small hands underscore and it's a a verified account and the only reason i say that is because there are many 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 imposter accounts of dudes trying to be me trying to get laid so don't fo- yeah don't follow uh, one of the many imposter small hands accounts <laughs> follow the the real one that's at the small hands underscore
2: I, I have, that's an ironic name, correct? I'll, yeah, I was going to say, I have to ask, man. What, yeah, what? It's,
1: it's a stupid porn name. Um, basically, when I first started, uh, I did not think I would have the illustrious career that i currently have i thought this would kind of just be a funny thing i did on the weekends so i did not put much thought into it, my name uh and also i have small hands and, and small feet i only wear like a size eight and a half shoe and uh most people think that that means you also have a small dick and i don't so i there just i just thought it was a, a funny way to set the bar low and pleasantly surprise. Had, had i known i'd be this uh, popular i would have probably thought of something cooler <laughs> Hey man, it's all right. That's good. It's, it's a good one. Yeah, it goes it. well. Hey, got to own it. Fuck yeah, That's right. dude. That's what
2: I'm talking about. Well, Aaron, man, look, it was really, really awesome of you to come out on the show. We, we got to have you back on. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we'd love to have you. You know, come back. I on. I want to hear about the uh,
0: as soon as it kicks off. I want to. I want to know about the how the album's going. I want to yeah. know about concerts. Yeah. Date. If anything, yeah. I'd love to. We'd love to put the stuff up on on our page. Yeah, man, we in pump a it out and let people know it's happening.
1: Fuck yeah! I, yeah. Awesome. Appreciate the support for
2: sure, man. Um, but again, I was your host, Wayne, and I'm the yeah. Rum Guy. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it. middle.
1: middle! Oh!
0: Try the mama. Okay then. That's it.